Hello, and welcome to the Boozy Bracketology Podcast, where we believe in three things. Strong drinks, strong opinions, and crowning champions. And we've got a brand new bracket to bring you this month. It's a doozy. We're going to find out who is the best breakfast cereal. We're going to count out 64 different breakfast cereals, match them up in competing tournaments one by one until we go to the championship game, which I believe I am legally obligated to call the Cereal Bowl. (laughs) Okay, I got it out of the way. Now no one needs to make that pun again. You can hear him kind of giggling in the background, so we'll guess we'll start there with the person who created this bracket. Chris, why don't you tell us a little bit about the thought process going into it before I introduce the panelists? Yeah, not a problem, Stephen. Uh, first off, thank you for uh, stepping up and hosting last minute. We appreciate that. And uh, Stephen, I understand that some congratulations are in order. You had what we would call a life event recently. How's uh, how's everything going on your end? Uh, it's going swimmingly. Um, to fill the audience in, I am newly enfianced, so that's my big event. I proposed uh, to my Harry Potter fan girlfriend at Universal Studios in Diagon Alley. I figured that the crowd would force her to say yes, and that plan worked out perfectly. Wait, you were here in Florida? I was. And you didn't not in your part us? of Florida, but I was in Florida. Oh, I knew he was here. I wasn't oh. going to. He was also proposing, so I wasn't going to be like, hey, can we go to Universal with you? <laughs> that would have been fun. I mean, it got the annual pass when you want to go. <laughs> That's true. He probably does. Uh, so let, let's get back to the bracket. Steven, congratulations, my friend. Um, one day I'll actually get to meet her, and that'll be fun. Um, so the bracket itself, there's not like a – there's a couple of ways you could have gone about putting this bracket together. Like I, I tried to look and find like sales of different brands of cereal, but I couldn't find anything that was reputable that kind of ranked them by individual types because there's like 37 different types of freaking Cheerios. So – Instead of doing that, I actually found seven brackets, seven of the breakfast cereal brackets, and I aggregated their data to determine the seating here. Um, Now, their placement on the bracket is kind of my whim and kind of just whatever it is, but the seating, they're all within one either way of where they would have been seated overall, giving those combined seven brackets into one. So I am actually kind of very excited to see this. I will say there is one cereal on this bracket, a cereal called Puffins, that was not on six of the brackets I looked at. But not only was it on the seventh bracket, the seventh bracket had it winning. So I've had Puffins, um, and we'll talk more about that in episode two. But that's why Puffins is on this list for those of you that uh, maybe have never heard of it or never even tried it. That's why it's there. But Stephen, back to you. All right, there you go. 64 fierce competitors ready to start. But before we get into the actual games, we are going to go ahead and introduce our panels, find out how they're doing, what they're drinking, and we're going to go ahead and start with Jeremy. How are you this evening? I'm doing great, Stephen. How are you? Fantastic. What are you uncorking? <laughs> I am drinking a bottle of, uh, and I think I think uh, Mike's had this maybe on the Pub Trivia Experience before, but this is from Duclaw Brewing Company out of Baltimore, Maryland. It is the Sweet Baby Java. Oh, it so is good. espresso bean infused chocolate peanut butter porter. So it's a new one on me. I haven't tried it yet. I'm going to crack it open here. Oh, we no idea if that effect. sound comes through on the microphone or not. What's that? You're a professional, man. <laughs> the sound effect and everything. You could tell that was a bottle. <laughs> yes. And. Yeah, that's really nice. That's a. Uh, 
I was expecting something a little bit sweeter, but I don't know if you can see the bottle in the camera or not. I can't see anybody on my screen uh, at the moment, but uh, it's really good. It's got a nice coffee flavor. I get a little bit of the chocolate. Uh, maybe the peanut butter is hiding back there somewhere, but that's pretty darn good beer. I like it. It is a, uh, it's a really good beer. I miss beer. And beer misses you too. But we need to move on to the Luigi of our group. Mr. Mario, how you doing? Good, good. Thank you. Thank you. Good to be back after a uh, six to seven month hiatus. Good to see you all. Welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome back. And what are you toasting yourself with to celebrate? Uh, I am doing a old school Trader Joe's uh, cold brew coffee tonight with a um, French vanilla creamer. Delicious and refreshing. Thank you. Fantastic. Let's move along. Jeff, how are you? What are you drinking? I'm doing well, and uh, this may come as a shock to some folks, but I'm drinking water tonight. Whoa. I know. Oh, my God. It's a pod person. It's a pod person. (laughs) Yep. I'm home alone with three kids, so I figured it'd be best if I stay somewhat sober right now. God bless. And as Jeff gives me another reason to go out and get a vasectomy, we'll move on to Leah. How are you tonight? I'm doing great. Um, I, too, am drinking water. But before um, we started recording, I did um, partake in a little dessert. Um, It was a... What brand is that? It was a Crunch Klondike bar. um, And it was awesome. Um, I just didn't know what to drink after I finished the the Crunch Klondike bar, so I'm just drinking water right now to kind of wash it down before the evening uh, begins, I guess. Great, and we'll move on to our final panelist here on Teetotaling Bracketology. Chris, save us. I can guarantee I'm drinking tonight um, because, one, it's you know a podcast, and two, it's a Wednesday night. So I have got uh, a bottle. I, I got this for Christmas, and I'm slowly working my way through it. This is the Jefferson's Chef Collection. Uh, it is a mixture of the Jefferson's bourbon and their and their rye, which uh, you can actually really taste the rye coming out in this bottle. Uh, actually, the more I have this bottle, the bigger a fan I'm becoming. And this glass is almost gone. Good thing I just bought you new glasses. You did. Well, as we let Chris move on up to this Jefferson's, we can go ahead and begin the first round tonight. We're just going to see our number one versus the number 16 seed. The number one seed in your first game is going to be Cinnamon Toast Crunch, going up against the 16th seed of Shredded Wheat, your grandfather's favorite cereal. Beginning our leadoff, Jeremy, what say you? Well, I don't think this is going to be too terribly surprising. I, I, I think I get enough fiber in my diet that I can I can afford to go for, you know, a bit of a cheat cereal. Um, I'm not huge on cinnamon, but I do love me some cinnamon toast crunch. So that's going to have to get my vote in this round. And cinnamon toast crunch takes an early one point lead and we move on to Mario. Yeah. Looking at this cinnamon toast crunch shredder wheat, do I really want to go ahead and have these big friggin' things in my cereal that looks like logs or the deliciousness of cinnamon and sugar? Of course, it's Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Cinnamon Toast Crunch picking up its second vote. Let's see if it can clinch it here with Jeff. Yeah, I think uh, recent social media controversies aside, um, shredded wheat is a rough, rough cereal to eat. And 
whether it's got shrimp in it or not, Cinnamon Toast Crunch has got to take this one. And a shout out for the shellfish. Cinnamon Toast Crunch picks up its third vote. Let's see if it can get to a clean sweep. Leah. Oh my gosh, guys. Shredded wheat is like my absolute fave. No, no, just kidding. What are we even talking about? I'm actually offended um, that this is even a discussion. Uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch is rightfully a one seed. It will be my pleasure to vote uh, for the shredded garbage to leave this bracket. So uh, I'll have three more rounds to talk about how great Cinnamon Toast Crunch is. I'm that confident in it. So uh, yeah, that's going to get my vote. Leah, clearly hypnotized by the cinnamon swirls, makes the fourth vote. Chris, is it going to pick up a fifth? Uh, real quick, Jeffrey, um, what what social media controversy are you talking about? Because I am woefully unaware. Uh, that's the beauty of spending too much time on Twitter. Uh, recently, there was a uh, controversy, whether or not it was true or not, that this man had found shrimp tails and other various uh, unsavories in his box of Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Oh. Hey, now, Jeff, Jeff, Jeffrey, do you know who the husband, I'm sorry, the wife of this person is? Oh, good Lord. I just read it the other day and was like, oh, that's weird. Uh, but do not remember who it was. Topanga. Oh, wait. No, I do. Yes. Okay. Damn it. I was going to say it's Topanga. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, my. This is a whole web of information that I just went down, and we do not have time to dissect this today. But, wow, this no. is crazy. But I think it's fair to say that Boy Meets World, the 65th best uh, TV uh, theme song, theme song right? yep. It's number 65. No, so, listen, one of these things looks and tastes like cardboard. The other one uh, looks pretty coming out of the box, tastes okay without milk, and then tastes wonderful with milk and then you can drink the milk afterwards and it's like bonus cereal it's gotta be cinnamon toast crunch there's not if you like shredded wheat i guarantee this is not the bracket to be listening to and with that cinnamon toast crunch pulls off the 5-0 complete sweep over shredded wheat advancing to the second round and we move to our second game which is going to see an eighth versus a ninth seed that's going to be a life cereal in the eighth seed versus the number nine seed of cornflakes Bit of a tough one, and we're going to lead off with Mario. To me, both of these cereals are boring. You have They're just plain. There's nothing there. If I'm going to go with something that I actually like about the cereal, it's going to be the commercial. Mikey likes it. So I'm going to say Life Cereal. Other than that, I don't have too much to say about either of those. Well, Mikey likes it, and apparently so does Mario 2. Life Cereal picking up its first vote. Jeff? Yeah, I, I agree. Both of these are rather boring. Uh, the problem is one of these is also rather offensive to the tongue, um, and it's cornflakes. I mean, those are just awful. Uh, life, while it is very boring and it is not the best version of itself, at least offers some sort of complexity to its flavors. Um, unlike cornflakes in entirety. So this one's going to take be life for me. Life, they'll lead up a strong lead with two votes. Let's see if it's going to run away with it. Leah. So I'm actually surprised that people um, didn't rank life higher than this. I actually really like life. Um, my own life and life cereal. Um, but I guess the one thing that it does have 
going against it is um, you kind of have to find the perfect timing of eating it. Um, so if you uh, don't wait long enough um, after pouring the milk on, it's too crunchy. If you wait too long, it's too soggy. Um, but either way, it's still better than eating the cornflakes. So my vote's going to be for life this round. Life just pounding away at the basket there. Already it's 3-0. Let's see if it's just as popular as Cinnamon Toast Crunch was in the last round. Chris? I don't know how to say this, but like Life cereal to me was so bad they had to make a good version of it by introducing cinnamon. Life cinnamon is good. Life is not good cereal, guys. I'm sorry. Cornflakes, like that ties back to my childhood. Like my grandfather... Um, we would either have eggs or cornflakes whenever I was uh, staying with them before he passed. Like cornflakes to me is solid, but the nice thing about cornflakes is this: cornflakes, like Leah mentioned, to me is good out of the box. I can eat it plain. I can eat it when it's first at cereal. But you know what? Even when cornflakes get soggy, cornflakes is still pretty damn good. I say my vote goes to cornflakes, even though it doesn't matter. I would love to see it move along, but I am just gonna sit here and drink my sorrows away. Cornflakes refuses to go down without at least a little bit of a fight. Puts up its first vote. Jeremy, what are your thoughts? Well, I really like both of these cereals. Um, I would be perfectly happy if you put a bowl of either one of these in front of me. I'm not going to complain. But there's only one of these that I can eat without putting a little bit of sugar on it, and that's Life Cereal. Uh, Lee is absolutely right. It does have a texture issue. I I feel like there's like a a 15 second window or something where it's perfect and then it goes too mushy, but I'm, I'd still rather eat that I think than the cornflakes, but I do like cornflakes too. Uh, so I think I'm going to have to give my vote to uh, to live cereal in this one. Live cereal picks up its fourth vote, giving it the four one win, advancing it to the second round. We'll have to leave cornflakes behind, and with it, of course, John Harvey Kellogg's uh, attempt to stop all boys from masturbating as Kellogg's cornflakes was originally invented to do. <laughs> That's a real thing. Look it up. Oh, my lord. Moving on to our next round, though. We've got Cookie Crisp versus Honey Grandma's. And as a bonus, every one of you needs to tell me what is the official Cookie Crisp mascot. Let's see what you think. It'll tell us how old you all are. We're beginning this round with Jeff. Um, I don't know what that thing is. A dog? Kangaroo? I don't remember. Something like that. Either way, um, it's funny because I've actually seen people do cereal brackets before where Honey Grandmas have gone a very long way, surprisingly. Um, but for me, I've always had while few and far between better experiences with cookie crisp um not a cereal i would normally choose on a regular day uh, but it's kind of one of those series where you could get away with it at grandma and grandpa's house or something like that so cookie crisp for me has got to take the vote cookie crisp and the dog wolf thing gets the first vote leah what say you me like some cookies my vote is for cookie crisp For the cookie crisp. Chris, we've got another quick winner here. So, uh, I live in Florida, as everyone here knows. And if if we know anything about Florida, it's that, you know, we are known for having Florida Man and hurricanes. And 
about a day and a half before a hurricane hits, you can be in the pub, local Publix walking down the aisle. And if you're doing that and you walk down the cereal aisle, it will not shock you to see either of these cereals still on the shelves. Because neither of these cereals is all that good. My vote's going to Honeygram O's for one reason and one reason only. Cookie Crisp fails as a cereal and it fails as a chocolate chip cookie. I don't know what the hell that thing was. I thought it was a panther. I don't know. I don't care. It's terrible. Honeygram O's is at least if they're both sitting there and they're the only cereal left, I'm going to go for the Honeygram O's because at least I know it's going to be okay. It's going to be palatable. I'm never having cookie crisp again as long as I live. And if my daughter is walking through Publix with me and wants cookie crisp, I am taking her out of that store and we are going to buy I don't know, what mal, mal, Malto cereal or whatever those bag cereals are. I'm done. I'm done. This, I'm living in crazy town here. People are voting for freaking Cookie Crisp. All right. That's going to be our first vote for Honey Graham O's. And uh, Chris is just against cookies in general, I guess. That's what I'm hearing. Jeremy, what's your vote? Well, I think it's a wombat. That's just a guess. I, I don't really know. Uh you know what? Chips Ahoy it ain't, but I'll take a chocolate chip cookie in my bowl, even if it's a bad chocolate chip cookie. Um, <clears throat> cookie Crisp, I ate that a lot growing up. It was one of the one of the sweet, sugary, sugar bomb cereals that my mom would actually buy for me. And I may not like it that much today compared to some of the other stuff that's on this bracket, but uh, in this matchup, I'm definitely going to take Cookie Crisp. Chris's opinion notwithstanding. And with that, Cookie Chris picks up its third vote, and we'll be moving on to the last round, but we still want to hear from Mario and get his opinion on it. So, mascot, even though I was born in 80, Jarvis was a wizard. Um, secondly, Cookie Chris, it's a cookie for God's sakes. Even though it reminded me of like this tough cookie that sometimes tasted like cardboard it did have chocolate and there's a reason why that i was in huskies you know as like an eight or a nine-year-old so i'm going with the cookie crisp someone remembers the wizard and cookie crisp moves on to the second round it's going to be taken on our next matchup which is the four versus the 13th seed the four seed in this bracket is rice krispies versus the 13th seed of honey nut checks and we're going to begin this round with Leah. So, I don't have strong opinions on either as a cereal. Um, but Snap, Crackle, and Pop are iconic mascots and should go down in advertising history. So, I'm going to say that their advertising is going to give them the edge for me in this round. And once again, colorful commercials have taken over. Rice Krispie Treat. Oh, I'm sorry. Rice Krispies picking up its first vote, and we're moving on to Chris. Okay, so I have a problem with Honey Nut Checks, and my problem with Honey Nut Checks is this. It is probably the fourth or fifth best cereal to include honey. Um, We're going to cover, I think, three or four of the other ones here in the opening rounds of this bracket, uh, but Honey Nut Checks is fine, but at the end of the day, guys, it's still just check cereal, with honey nut texturing, honey nut flavoring, it's it's fine. And now Rice Krispies, you know, Rice Krispies is one of those cereals that it's a very it's a very very thin wafer. It's very delicate. 
Um, so if you get it too late, it's going to get soggy really quick. But when you catch Rice Krispies at like the opportune time, Rice Krispies is delicious. And I could have Rice Krispies dry. I have no problem with that. But you know what else? Like you could put that in a pan and bake it. And Rice Krispies might be the most versatile cereal on the market because then you get Rice Krispie treats, which you can then turn around and go buy that in cereal form. No, Rice Krispies. It's not It's not even close to me because Honey Nut Checks is it's okay. But Rice Krispies at the right time is perfection. Rice Krispies picking up its second vote, and we roll along to Jeremy. So I ate a lot of Rice Krispies growing up. Uh, didn't eat a lot of Honey Nut Checks. Um, I don't hate either of these cereals. To me, though, Rice Krispies, you know, kind of going back to the live cereal and cornflakes matchup, it shares both weaknesses of both of those cereals. It gets mushy too fast, and I have to put a load of sugar on it in order for me to actually enjoy it. Uh, I will, unless it's seriously, unless it's coated in marshmallow and I can eat it with my fingers, I will take literally any form of checks over a bowl of Rice Krispies. That's just my uh, my own controversial opinion. So uh, my vote's going to checks, Honey Nut checks. Honey Nut checks picking up a vote. That's already lost, but it's good to see that they're putting up a competitive, enjoyable game here. Mario, how close did they get? Well, I'm joining the Chex bandwagon because, like Jeremy said, it's basically like life and cornflakes. Right, Rice Krispies is like mush. If I wanted oatmeal to sit, if I don't catch the Rice Krispies within a certain time frame, it becomes like soggy shit, literally. At least with checks, you have, yes, that, that honey coating. It is somewhat crunchy, and it's also gluten-free that I found out. So, um, yeah, I'm going with the, the checks. Checks picking up a second vote, which means we come to our first two-to-two two tie. At this point, I need to remind everyone listening and playing about our buzzer beater. Does anyone want to take this opportunity in the round of 64 to put in a last-dish effort to try to advance and sway our final panel's Jeff to vote their way. Oh, there's too many other ones that I think are going to be close. I'm going to hold mine. I'm not mentioning anything, but shut up, Chris. I see your face. <laughs> Don't manipulate them with your face. All right, Jeff, it looks like it's up to you. All right. Well, I have to give kudos to Chris. Um, best decision he's made so far in this bracket is not trying to use a buzzer beater here. Uh, I have no idea what kind of nonsense he's talking about with Rice Krispies and being versatile. You could throw Honey Nut checks in any sort of savory or sweet or any sort of checks mix that you would like out there. Also, a much better cereal by itself. Whether you want to snack on it dry or have it in a bowl, it's definitely going to last better than any sort of bowl of Rice Krispies. This is Honey Nut checks all the way. Does that mean no more snap, crackle, and pop? Yep, they're in the Hall of Fame where they belong, and they will not be coming along for the oh. ride. All I gotta say is, like, come, my lady, come, come, my lady, because I must be living in freaking crazy town yeah, here. Are you guys wrong? kidding me? I thought that was gonna be, like, a sweep. That makes me sad. Honey, that checks, like, the fifth best version of Chex Beats Rice Krispies. You guys are nuts. Oh, Have you tried blueberry Chex? Okay, the sixth best version of Chex. Sorry. Have you tried chocolate Chex? Yes. 
Have you tried vanilla checks? Steven, take us away. Smart and with ass. that, three to two decision, Honey Nut checks, snap crackles, and pops Rice Krispie treats in the mouth and advances on to the second round. Big 13-4 upset there. I did not see that coming at all. Um, so hopefully more more excitement ahead as we move on to our next game, which is going to feature Trix versus Kashi Golene, and we're going to lead off with the very disgruntled-looking Chris. Yeah, I'm disgruntled, so I'm going to keep this short and simple. Uh, tricks are for freaking kids, and I'm 38 years old, and I'm still going to have tricks every day of the week. Uh, the Koshi Goline tastes like cardboard. I don't like it. Tricks, if you catch it at the wrong time, tricks can be very disgusting. Like If it's, it's too soggy, it's not good. But tricks like is one of those few cereals that like if you get it right when the milk hits the bowl, tricks is delicious. It's got a good pl- flavor profile. It's got really good uh, texture. I, I like tricks. So tricks there for kids, and uh, I'm going with the flavor profile. Gordon Christopher goes ahead and checks tricks there, and we're going to ask Jeremy how you doing. You know, there's there's not a whole lot I can really say about it. Kashigolin is one of those like healthy cereals that tries really hard and just winds up tasting like cardboard. Um, I've got plenty of cardboard out in my garage. I don't need more of it in my life. So I'm going to have to go with the cereal that actually tastes okay and uh, go with Trix. Trix picking up its second vote against the Kashigo Leans as we move on to Mario. Is there a possibility that I can plead the fifth on this because I hate both of these cereals? No, we do need a decision either way. You could do the cowards thing and just vote for the one that's losing. So I can either vote for styrofoam or I can vote for a cereal that I can't stand, you know, tasting. So which one did Chris pick? He picked tricks. Okay, I'll pick Kashi. Easy enough. Kashi Golin picks up its first principal dedicated vote to take it to a 2-1 lead to tricks. Jeff, how are you voting? Yeah, so one of these uh, cereals is described on purpose by the company itself as a mix of crunchy fiber twigs, crispy soy protein grams, and honey-toasted whole grain puffs. On purpose, they wanted to tell people about their fiber twigs and soy protein grams. Um, that cereal will never be in my mouth. It was so healthy that people didn't want it, and they had to drop the whole lean and just went with Kashi Go to try to trick people into eating their fiber twigs. Um, I don't love tricks either, but I will be taking that any day over some Kashi Go. Yeah, with that, tricks picks up. It's third in deciding vote, but we want to see if we got it right. Leah, did we? Yeah, you guys already murdered Snap, Crackle, and Pop, so I'll be damned if I don't give my vote for that adorable, goofy tricks bunny. Um... Because, I mean, this is the the cereal mascot bracket, right? That's what we're doing here. So, yeah, my vote's for the bunny. And one vote for the bunny makes that a 4-1 to victory for Trix. Moving on to the second round, we'll be facing off against the next series of competitors. That's going to be Cocoa Krispies versus Rice Krispie Treats. So, Snap, Crackle, and Paw have a second chance at life here. And we're going to lead off with Jeremy. So... I remember once having some Rice Krispie Treats. I think mom saw that in the store and thought, oh, that sounds like a good cereal. Um, If I remember correctly, it has a lot in common with Rice Krispies. I just don't have to dump the sugar on it. So, you know, it takes away the weakness of the cornflakes. 
But Cocoa Krispies tastes like chocolate. And just like Cinnamon Toast Crunch, when you're done with the cereal, you have chocolate milk that you can drink. It's it's a double experience. You, you can't say no to that. It's Cocoa Krispies all the way. Cocoa Krispies coming out strong and picking up its first vote to take all one nothing lead. And we move on to Mario. So with this one, my vote is definitely going to go for Cocoa Krispies. But I don't think it's the superior Cocoa Chocolate Cereal. If this was the the Pebbles version, I think you get a darker milk from that from that cereal. Where this Cocoa Krispies, it's kind of a lighter chocolate, you know, experience. But still, if I'm going off Rice Krispies with marshmallows compared to the cocoa of chocolate and deliciousness, it's going to be the deliciousness that beats the Rice Krispies. So Cocoa Krispies don't quite yabba-dabba do it for you, but they still pick up their second vote. And we move on to Jeff. This one is surprisingly difficult because they're both essentially the same cereal, just processed differently. One with chocolate and one clumped together with additional sugar. Um, I, I, I have to agree, though, with the people before me, even though it's somewhat of a belabored vote. Um, Cocoa Krispies, while honestly not a big fan of the cereal itself, does end up leaving you with a delicious drink, and you can't go wrong with that. So I'm also going to go with Cocoa Krispies. And the cereal milk ends up giving Cocoa Krispies its third vote, but we want to see if this was a complete and utter domination. Leah. Wait, this is Snap, Crackle, and Pop versus Snap, Crackle, and Pop? So, either way, I win. Um, so, I doesn't really matter, but I'll go for the chocolate version, so I'll go with Cocoa Krispies. Cocoa Krispies bringing life back in to snap, crackle, and pop here. Chris, is it a clean sweep? So, if we play our cards right, and because this is boozy bracketology, you know that we won't. But if we play our cards right, there is a chance, ladies and gentlemen, a small sliver of a chance that the championship game is Cocoa Krispies against Cocoa Pebbles. And at that point in time, I will fall asleep doing this recording because I will be too uh, enamored with bourbon to sit here and tell you which one I prefer. But here, it's not even close. Uh, Jeremy took everything I was going to say, but Cocoa Krispies is perfect. It's a really solid uh, little snack dry. It's great in milk. And then when the milk is gone, like you get to drink chocolate milk. Come on. Cocoa Krispies gets the sweep. Move it on. And let's not have this debate ever again. Well, thankfully, due to the format of our show, we're going to have to debate Cocoa Krispies at least three more times. I hate to break it to you, but it's like a bracket thing. Just, you know, in case you're not paying attention. But if you are paying attention, we're moving on to the next game, which is going to be the seventh seed of S'more Cereal versus the tenth seed of Special K. And to lead us off in this round, we'll begin with Mario. S'mores versus Special K. Now, there are so many versions of Special K out there. Strawberries, whatever the hell else they got out there. S'mores, is S'mores even still being made, by 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 the way? Yes, it is. Every cereal on this list is still being made. Okay. Um, I had it back in the day. 
Um, I would actually say I would go with Special K on this one. Only reason being is I am not a fan of marshmallows in milk. Um, so just not a whole big fan of that. So just on that reason alone, I go Special K. Special K, the 10 seed, comes out swinging and takes the first point, And we move along to Jeff. Yeah, so they, I, I have this whole debate um, growing up. Uh, dessert cereals, as I would classify them, uh, were strictly frowned upon in my house. Um, really not sure how I got so fat. We'll see. Um, a whole other discussion there. Um, but much like the Rice Krispie Treats, the uh, Cookie Crisp, the s'mores would fall right in line with those. Um, the difference is I really didn't like those. And as I've gotten older, I've really come to enjoy Special K in all of its different variations. Um, I do believe that this is probably the base variation, um, as I don't see any of the others on here. But honestly, Special K is great and probably one of the best base cereals to begin with. Um, I'm surprised to see it so low at a 10 seed, but, uh, I'm going wholeheartedly with Special K. And Special K might have something special cooking tonight as they pull it to a 2-0 lead. Can they finish off the upset? Leah. So here's the deal. I love junk food. Like, and especially when it comes to cereal, like, the sugary the better. Like, just make it just crap, basically, with no health value. And I will eat it. Um, however, there's something about s'mores. That when companies try and put s'mores into um, other forms of desserts, like cereal or Girl Scout cookies or something like that, it's very rare that they get it right, where it actually tastes awesome like a s'more in real life would. Um, so I do think that the s'more cereal, it's awesome in theory, something I totally would buy into until I eat it. And then get very angry and disappointed because I want to like it more. Um, special K is special to a lot of people. My daughter eats it. Um, it's not her favorite, but she will eat it. And my parents like it. So I, I'm going to give the vote for Special K because I think more people, it's a staple in more people's houses. So there's got to have something special about it. And just like that, the 10th seed pulls off the upset over S'more Cereal. Let's see if they can go for the complete sweep. Chris. So I want to paint a picture for everyone. You're sitting around a campfire and your mom or your dad or a loved one pulls out that awesome bag of Stay Puff Marshmallow Mans or whatever or marshmallow, whatever brand of marshmallows you get. What's the big brand? I don't even know. And they pull out the Hershey's and the Honeymade Graham Crackers and you're going to sit there and you're going to make a s'more and you burn the crap out of that marshmallow. You put it on that Graham Cracker. You watch the chocolate melt. You take a bite and you are in freaking heaven because s'mores are delicious. Now take all of that out and pretend that you're doing s'mores on your back porch using a steno burner and dollar store brand graham crackers and not even like Hershey's chocolate. This is like the like keto chocolate, like the sugar-free chocolate that's terrible. And that's what you get with s'more cereal. It's a freaking disappointment. It is not it's not good. It's not. It's not. It, Jeff, you're right. It's not good as dessert cereal. It's not even good as a healthy cereal, and it's not even healthy. Special K, I don't know how healthy it is. It's, it, if I remember correctly, it's, it's got sugar built into it. Um, but Special K is not bad. It's not bad. There's another version of Special K on here that's better. It's the Special K Red Berry that I would always go for. 
But no, Special K is better than S'more Cereal. S'more Cereal is one of the biggest disappointments in cereal that you can possibly get. And S'more Cereal continues to take a pounding as it is losing 4-0 to Special K. Let's see if we can finish it off with a clean sweep. Jeremy. Well, Special K is going to be a little bit disappointed in this round with me. I'm not a huge fan. It, uh, there's something about it. Flavor's okay. It's got a funny texture issue. S'mores, yeah, I mean, to a degree, it's disappointment in a box, but it's still, it's still got a little bit of that dessert kind of spark to it, even if you know that it was produced by a, you know, a, a factory machine or something like that. So I don't feel too bad about this because Special K is already moving on, but I, I am going to throw S'mores a pity vote here. And a pity vote to the S'more Cereals keeps it for complete embarrassment. But Special K, 4-1, is moving on to the round of 64. It's going to be taking on the final, uh, the winner of our final round tonight. That's going to be the two-seed of Fruity Pebbles versus the 15th seed of Total Cereal. And this round, we're going to go ahead and begin with Jeff. Yeah, so as uh, as much as I'll shit on the Rice Krispie family, the Fruity Pebbles and the Cocoa Pebbles are always and have always been right up my alley. And again, to each their own, you do have to eat Fruity Pebbles in like 30 seconds before they get wildly too soft. I will not deny that, but there is something special about the Fruity Pebble flavor. It is some something that people have been trying to recreate in other various different items for however many dozens of years that this has been created. Um, Total, I will actually give them some credit. I think they're probably one of the best flaked cereals um, that also still claim to be somewhat healthy. Uh, but they don't stack a chance up against Fruity Pebbles for me. Fruity Pebbles picking up its first vote. And we move on to Leah. Well, I was going to throw my vote to Fruity Pebbles because it has the Flintstones marketing behind it. But then every picture I pull up on the freaking internet had advertisements for Fruity Pebbles with featuring Fred and Barney. Like, why no Pebbles? It's in the title. Pebbles is literally a character in the Flintstones universe. It's literally the name of Fred and Wilma's daughter. So why did they not take advantage of that and have her as the front and center spokesperson? Like, 99% of all the advertising had Barney and Fred no pebbles. Uh, they clearly wanted to use the play on her name along with the actual look of the cereal, but make her the freaking mascot. Make it so that, like, she's the one trying to sell it or whatever. Um, but you know why they didn't? The patriarchy. So, for that reason, I'm going to go with Total. <laughs> okay, and while I take a moment to remind Leah that Pebbles doesn't speak, and that's probably why she didn't have a speaking role. It doesn't. Matter. We'll go ahead and give the second vote to Fruity Pebbles and move on to Chris. No, total, total. My vote is for total. <laughs> Not Fruity Pebbles. Sorry, you just said Pebbles so many times it worked in my head. It's a one-one split. Screw the patriarchy. One to Pebbles, one to Total, and we move on to Chris. Okay, so let's um let's take that rant aside. Well, I've got a, a lot to unpack after this recording. Uh, no, like. So, listen, I'm not the biggest fan of Fruity Pebbles. I'm not. But there's a little donut shop around the corner called Jupiter Donuts. And there's a little donut shop out in uh, Portland, Oregon called Voodoo Donuts. And they have a Pebbles Donut, which is a white donut 
with like vanilla icing, and then they literally dip that in Fruity Pebbles. And that might be the single best breakfast item you can get anywhere in this world. It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. So, Jeff, you're right. Like, there's a, a very short window if you're eating the actual cereal to have Fruity Pebbles. And if it was just the cereal we're talking about, they don't have a total donut at Voodoo Donuts. They don't have a total donut at Jupiter Donuts because you know why? It's kind of bland. Fruity Pebbles is is multifaceted. It's multi. There's multiple uses for it. I could probably use it if I crunched up. I could probably use it to scrape paint off my wall. It's that good. Fruity Pebbles moves on. And now that we know about Chris's enjoyment of paint scraping items to ingest, a lot of, a lot of question marks going on in that house. I'm just going to go ahead and move on then to Jeremy. Yeah, I think Jeff's got a point that Total is one of the one of the better flake cereal variety. Really, it's 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 pretty good for that. But I mean, you're up against fruity pebbles here. Uh, it, it's it's a prehistoric giant of a cereal, uh, and, and and if you plan your diet correctly, it can change your poop funny colors, which is interesting. Um, <laughs> plus, uh, you know, if you had the cool mom, then. Your, your cool mom might take your Fruity Pebbles and turn them into uh, rice, Fruity Rice Krispie Treats, which is awesome. Um, that's not what we're debating here. We're talking about the cereal itself. Oh, Chris, I see your face. Yeah. I need mind that in my blown, life, man. right? Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. You can do the same thing with Cocoa Krispies, man. Change your life. Uh, yeah, this is going to be Fruity Pebbles all the way for me. Fruity Pebbles picking up its third vote and... Now that he mentioned that you could do the same thing with Cocoa Pebbles, I kind of wonder what color it originally starts as, if you have to change it to brown. But we're going to move on and not dwell on that. Mario, what do you say? I'm going with the rainbow bright poop of Fruity Pebbles to make it quick and simple. And with that quick and simple answer, Fruity Pebbles picks up the 4-1 to win. My second favorite use of Flintstones in a commercial will be moving on to the round of 64. The number one, of course, being Winston Cigarettes. Get back on that front. <laughs> tastes good, tastes good, like a cigarette. Look it up. Again, I'm giving you lots of things to look up tonight. But not much more for this, because that does conclude this episode. To recap, moving on to our second round, we're going to have Cinnamon Toast Crunch taking on Life Cereal, the eight seed. Cookie Crisp goes head-to-head against the upset of the night, Honey Nut Checks, which took out Rice Krispies. Trick Cereal will be meeting up with uh, Cocoa Krispies, and Special K takes on Fruity Pebbles. And I've lost my place, but that doesn't matter, because we're at the end of the show, so I don't even have to mark this down. I'll figure it out in post. This has been the Boozy Bracketology Podcast. I've been your host, Steven. And I'm Jeremy. I'm Mario. I'm Jeff. I'm Leah. I'm Chris, and just a reminder, you can find the Boozy Bracketology Podcast on Instagram at Boozy Bracketology, Twitter boo- at Boozy Brackets due to those daggum character limitations. Hey, listen, if you're a fan of Facebook, if you're on Facebook, find our brand new Facebook group. It's called The Lounge for fans of the pub trivia experience and Boozy Bracketology. Come on in there, tell us what you're drinking, tell us uh, what you're thinking, and post some fun trivia. It'd be great. But uh, you can find us anywhere you get podcasts. Don't forget, five-star rating would be awesome. Uh, and rate, review, and subscribe. Back to you, Steven. Thank you once again for joining us, Boozy Bracketology. And be sure to join us in the next episode, where we continue the round of 64 for your best breakfast cereal bracket. <laughs> <laughs>